0: To the very first Callers cool Leicester podcast. We thought with everybody sitting at home, I know you're all working, but people have a lot of spare time on their hands, so we thought, what better time to start a podcast than when you're all there at home with a bit of extra time. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be chatting to all sorts of people that you might know from in and around Leicester and Leicestershire. We've got some really exciting guests lined up from the world of food and drink, sport, music and more, all with a Leicester angle in there too. Also, as part of the podcast, on each episode we're going to play a track from a different local artist so you can discover some great new music while you're here too. So to kick things off, we were thinking about who we wanted on the show and thinking about someone that's obviously with what's going on in the world at the moment, someone who's doing something great to try and help that. So we chose Pratik, who many of you may know as the man behind Lulu Restaurant and Wigston Fields News & Deli. Now, great food club magazine named him their food hero of the year last year, mainly for his work in supporting independents and um, local producers. But during this whole thing, he's been out and about. He's been arranging deliveries of food and supplies to vulnerable people, making sure everyone has everything they need. So I'd say he's certainly living up to that name now. We caught up with him after a very busy day in the shop and making deliveries in somewhat of an empty room and perhaps not the best phone connection in the world, but it's our first episode and so we're going to go with it. And um, so here's what he had to say. So Pratik, welcome to the Callers Leicester podcast. You're our very first guest, and um, it's obviously great to have you on. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> I can imagine why well, you've been working so hard during this time. Obviously, for everyone that doesn't know, Pratik runs Wigston Field News and Deli. And, um, yeah, you've been working so hard, obviously, making sure that everyone in Wigston, Knighton and beyond can get everything that they need during this time. So can you tell us a little bit about the things that you've been doing?
1: Yeah, we're just uh, basically, just
2: trying to get the basics right. Like. Um, so, you know, one of the things that uh, you know as a corner shop type person is that as long as you've got bread, milk and eggs as a uh, customer and also as uh, a patron, um everything else sort of sits around it and with all the sort of chaos that has ensued over the past few weeks uh those basics were where things were falling down people weren't getting milk people weren't getting bread people weren't getting eggs. so um working with as many sort of local suppliers and local producers as we do uh, our supply chain is basically direct to producer so uh bread milk and eggs was the basic that we we're able to provide uh from day one and then obviously we've built from that and said well you know if there are things that people are short of because obviously we do have sort of a connection to the wholesalers every day uh we can go in and sort of pick up things yes sometimes we don't actually uh uh hit the mark and actually get everything that's on the list but at least there's a, a better chance of actually finding things um you know we we, we managed to get past the last week we've got we've had uh soap, we've had um, what else? rice uh, without flour, So all of the things that people have been fairly short of um has been available in some form or quantity
0: because it seems mad, doesn't it with pasta i don't understand why pasta has been such a mad thing that people have been buying
2: so, so I think the, the psychology behind it is that obviously uh, the, the nation does eat a lot of pasta anyway, but with the the sort of virus uh, sort of centering around Italy there is a belief that obviously there's going to be more shutdowns and more lockdowns within Italy, which means that the majority of our pasta, being from Italy itself, uh, the, the psychology is that maybe people think that um, the pasta's going to stop. Um, so let's stockpile right now, because you don't know when you're going to get it again. But that's proving another problem, which is people just aren't able to get the pasta in its current guise.
0: Well, because obviously like, the stockpiling has been ridiculous hasn't it and obviously i mean i think even boris johnson said did he was i'll like, oh, use delivery services but you can't you can't get a delivery slot at any of the supermarkets so i guess that's so I, think, where, yeah. I was gonna say where people like you like come in so handy for local people it's incredible that they're they're able to get that service without having the madness of trying to get online and have that battle
1: yeah i think i think you know
2: part of the problem is it's it's, it's chicken and egg i think uh the chaos uh means that start stockpiling and people start stockpiling because there is so much chaos and and i think that's all we have to do is try and um, add a little bit of calm to the situation there are things uh, available every single day you know that there is food there is more than enough food for everyone to go around however because there is so much stockpiling because there is so much panic buying um those that actually need it aren't getting it and those that have actually got, you know, I, I, I keep giving the number of 190 toilet rolls because it came up on social media a few weeks ago where somebody was allowed to buy 190 toilet rolls from their local supermarket. I think, you know, that's been part of the problem itself. You, you can't, um, you know, you, you can't monitor people buying, you know, 36 rolls at a time from the supermarket whilst... Well, the thing is, the best way we, we do this is we don't actually have toilet roll on uh, the shop floor. Uh, if people ask for it, um, we, we sort of provide it to them. And the other part is that um, we very rarely actually um, charge for the toilet roll, if, if I'm being totally honest. Um, That's good, I
1: want,
2: I want to I want people to sort of uh, consider their choices uh, twice. Uh, do I really need it? And if I really need it, I, I, we have the availability of you know emergency stashes. And the thing is, uh, the the sort of um, the toilet roll topic, um, it is starting to fall back into normal supply. So you know you don't need to go and get thirty six rolls. You know just just buy what you normally were buying.
0: Yeah. So don't everyone when you've listened to this go round to Prudex and try and steal all his toilet roll. We don't want that. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> you've got it stashed away. But, I mean, you've been it. doing some, like, more exciting things as well, haven't you? I think on Sunday, on Mother's Day, you had Ben's Kitchen, Carvery, um, with, with meals that people could order from you and stuff. So, obviously... Yeah, I think, yeah, even, even in the crisis that we're in, I don't
2: think it should stop us working with other local businesses to kind of achieve um you know a, a little bit of equality in in the in in that business environment you know um uh, there are businesses out there that are going to seriously struggle during this shutdown and effectively if we're able to all help each other just get just get through it um i think that can only be a good thing and and in the process you forge even better relationships uh for the future
0: because that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, like, obviously we're in this at the moment and it's all, it's all cool, still quite fresh to everybody, but it is going to be over soon. And I think for other people as well, if anyone's listening to this that hasn't been to Wisdom Fields News and Delhi on a normal weekend or a normal weekday, I mean, how would you describe it? Away from the, the coronavirus madness, you know, just the shop as it is and the suppliers that you work with, it's a really great space.
2: I think the best way we can explain what we do is obviously our, our hashtag that we use. We are... Not just a corner shop. Uh, we're, we're we're a shop that's on the corner that does that does, uh, corner shop items, but that are just nicer. Uh, the point is that um, we've tried to bring in our 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 Lulu experience, uh, our restaurant experience, and basically give a restaurant experience and a shop environment. Um, and and it's worked really well for us. And, and it seems as though people do actually like it too.
0: Because, I mean, some of the local producers that you work with, there's people like Shootique with um, sort of mini quiches and pies, um, Ellery's yeah. Welsh Cakes, um, Noni's Scotch Eggs. Do you, do you have any particular favourites, are you allowed to say? I,
2: I'm not, that's, like, that's like asking,
0: which is your favourite
2: child? Like, that, Most people probably have
0: a favourite child. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you never, you never tell. Uh, but, no, I, I think you know, the best part is that, um, you know, the shop is uh, better with the sum of its parts. Um, you know, we have so many producers that have sort of um, come in and, and, and essentially supported our um, our actual activities across the board. And that's made our shop uh, all the more better, even during this sort of crisis period that we're in. Uh, you know, the support that we've received from uh, Fossil Farm, which is uh, the egg producer, then buying farm that is actually producing all the milk, and then Hamilton, you know, we're, we're getting daily deliveries when people are actually fighting for, you know, bread, milk and eggs at the wholesalers, whereas, you know, we're getting them delivered to our door uh, by the producers themselves.
0: No, so, so I think everyone, what's your, what's the hashtag on the account on Twitter and on Facebook? How can people find you at the shop?
2: Yeah. So uh, we've got, uh, we've got a few uh, sort of social media handles, so, uh, our facebook is facebook.com forward slash not just a corner shop our instagram is uh, instagram.com forward slash not just a corner shop and then our twitter is twitter.com forward slash news and daily.
0: Amazing. We are going to come back in just a minute and chat to Pratik about food in Leicester and the restaurant scene in general. Uh, We're just going to stop now and have a little bit of music. So each week on the podcast, we're going to feature a different local artist. And first up this week, we've got singer-songwriter Chris Bramley with his latest track, One of the Boys. i chris bramley and if you enjoyed that you can find more of his material over on spotify and you can also find him on facebook at chris d bramley so pratik as well obviously aside from Wigston fields news and delhi you also are the man behind lilu in town so if anyone hasn't been to lilu they're one of probably one of leicester's i guess finest independent restaurants the indian food is amazing and um, you reopened at the start of the year and made a few changes didn't you
1: yeah, so,
2: you know, we were given the opportunity of working with uh, Feed the Hungry charity, and uh, we, we managed to sort of uh, work our system so that, you know, every person that does come in has a way of contributing to a good cause. And um, it's, been, it's been enriching in ways that makes you feel like going to work uh, has a purpose. Obviously, these, those, these last few weeks have, have not been uh, the greatest for the 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 sort of restaurant industry. However, you know you you'll be able to come back better better than ever when things do go back to normal, and uh, you feel as though you will be able to serve a purpose that is so much more than just serving uh, nice food and giving nice service.
0: Absolutely, because you're just open at weekends now. Is that right?
2: That's right. So yeah,
0: we we sort of decided
2: that uh, if we were to be open, we wanted. Um, I guess a better life balance.
0: People that haven't been, what would you say, if someone was going for the first time, the dish that they absolutely have to try?
2: I, guess, I think two of the
1: dishes that
2: are, sort of, I guess, our signature meal would be uh, the soft shell crab for the starter and then uh, uh, the lamb virillin for
0: Oh, yeah, I had the soft shell crab and, yeah. It was amazing. Absolutely, <laughs> you have to go. Well, been... so the,
2: the last time you had it, you didn't actually get dosa and crab with the salmon. But now we've actually added a little bit of uh, salmon tikka onto the dish and it just oh, finishes wow. it off.
0: Because you know how, I, like, this is a thing. I'm, I'm really, really fussy with Indian food, and salmon tikka and salmon tandoori is one of the only things that I will eat. So right. that's on my list. As soon as, as the that. restaurants are back open, that's where we're going. But oh, obviously, people it. can also buy. The curries from from the shop as well. Is that right?
2: Yeah. So uh, you yeah, know, we have taken a little bit of a break on it with uh, everything going on uh, at the moment. But we uh, we basically um, sort of do. Uh, it, we call it the not just a curry club. And effectively, what it is is that we we at the restaurant don't actually make uh, what you'd call traditional curry. Um, you know, we we're, we're more about uh, giving people an experience, giving people a meal that they could um, have uh, that isn't just about a curry bowl and some rice. However, that's not to say that having a curry bowl isn't something that people do desire. So um, last year, we decided to actually start doing some chilled meals from from the restaurant, batch cooking them, and then sort of selling them in uh, the deli. And um, it went sort of from strength to strength. And and that's something that uh, now, when you think about it, um, it's sort of the perfect time for people to enjoy them. And uh, we're, we're just letting things settle down at um, the, the, the corner shop uh, with the best thing going on at the moment. However, uh, you know, shortly that's when we and people will be able to have a restaurant standard curry at home.
0: Amazing. And do people need to pre-order those or do you stock them Stock them on the shelves? So we we, we stock a few on the shelves,
2: but um, our, our recommendation is always to pre order uh, the meal that they want. Uh, normally, there's sort of two or three starters, two or three mains, and with a couple of noun breads uh, to go with. So, um, your new, as you can see, <laughs> uh, um, uh, it's, uh, it's one of those things that we've always recommended that if you pre order, and it allows us to plan a little bit ahead, and, and that way, um, there's no waste to do along the way.
0: Amazing. And obviously, so just thinking about Leicester in general, I feel like over the last few years, we've had different spikes, haven't we, in the, the restaurant and kind of leisure food and drink scene in Leicester. But where would you yeah. say, if you had to say, if you were going out with your lovely wife for dinner, where would you take her? Where are your kind of go-to places?
2: Uh, I, I, I would go to, uh, I think it's not it's okay now. We tend to go with friends, family and, and so on. Uh, it's probably be Little Tokyo on the uh, street.
0: Oh, um, I love Little Tokyo. Probably,
2: probably one of our favourite go-to places. Uh, yeah, the, the, the only cuisine that I've never been able to sort of master or even get a, a handle mm-hmm. on is Japanese. And, and, and that's something that I guess every time as a cook you want to eat things that you can't make yourself. And Japanese is one of those.
0: Absolutely. Have you been to um, Kurukura Sushi on Welford Road?
2: Yeah, we've been to Kurokuru, we've been to Wakase. Obviously, everyone's been to uh, Yosushi, Wagamama. Um, but one of the reasons we always go back to Little Tokyo is that uh, we tend to go on uh, a Sunday evening. Uh, we tend to, the, the, the chefs and, and, and the owners know what we like. Essentially, it's a case that we sit down and the food that we always order tends to get put on our plate uh, without us even having to think about it. And it's a bit of a home away from home.
0: But I think that's kind of how you've built Lulu, a bit, isn't it? Like you get to know yeah, your customers, yeah. and it is that lovely homely feel that makes somewhere stand out.
2: I think I think the best way to describe Lulu is it's family fine dining. Um, it's a case of we do give people uh, a fine dining experience, but it's not about uh, the fluff. Uh, I want I want them to enjoy, um, I guess, an evening or uh, you know an experience that involves us hosting them. And um, the reality is that over the years, we've realised that not everyone's going to enjoy that. The majority of people do. But if you don't enjoy that, then you're probably not going to enjoy the experience that we give.
0: I can't imagine anyone going to Lulu and not enjoying it. I feel like, you know, there's well, certain places it. where you think, no, everyone will like that. Surely, that yeah, you'd have to, well, I to think, question I their think judgment. It's
1: a case of,
2: you know, it's a case of uh, when you come to Lulu, you are coming to our home. And we want to give you the experience that we would give you at home. And uh, I think in general, people do understand that as the hospitality that we're giving.
0: Absolutely. And so Pratik, I've got one last question um, before we go. Go When all of this is over, what's the first thing you're going to do?
1: Honestly, I haven't even thought that far ahead. What is the
2: first thing I'm going to do when all of this is over? I don't know. I'll probably end up going to the pub and yeah. I've not been to the pub in a long time. I think I, think I think the what of of people saying I could go to the pub, yeah. Absolutely. Go to the pub, have a pint, uh, meet your friends and have that moment where we can socialise again.
0: Yeah, well hopefully it won't be too far away. But, uh, we'll... Yeah, exactly. And so how can people find out more about Lilloo online?
2: So again, um, our latest, uh, uh social media handles are um, Lulu fine dining so it's twitter.com at forward slash Lulu fine dining and you've got uh, facebook.com which is lilu Lester, and then instagram.com uh forward slash lilu fine dining
0: amazing well thank you for coming on and anybody if you are struggling during this time if you're near to wigston knighton clarendon park area do make sure you check out um wigston fields and for when all of this is over make sure you're following lilu to keep up to date with all of are doing all right. Thanks Pratik.
2: Thank you Gabby.